Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 3rd and we will be reading paragraphs 1435 through 1442 today. We are right in the middle of the sacrament of confession or reconciliation. And uh, it is also the feast of St. Thomas, one of the twelve apostles, and a very important one. Um, we are going to begin, as always, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Conversion is accomplished in daily life by gestures of reconciliation, concern for the poor, the exercise and defense of justice and right, by the admission of faults to one's brethren, fraternal correction, revision of life, examination of conscience, spiritual direction, acceptance of suffering, endurance of persecution for the sake of righteousness. Taking up one's cross each day and following Jesus is the surest way of penance. Eucharist and penance. Daily conversion and penance find their source and nourishment in the Eucharist, for in it is made present the sacrifice of Christ, which has reconciled us with God. Through the Eucharist, those who live from the life of Christ are fed and strengthened. It is a remedy to free us from our daily faults and to preserve us from mortal sins. Reading sacred scripture, praying the liturgy of the hours, and the Our Father, every sincere act of worship or devotion revives the spirit of conversion and repentance within us and contributes to the forgiveness of our sins. The seasons and days of penance in the course of lit the liturgical year, Lent, and each Friday in memory of the death of the Lord, are intense moments of the Church's penitential practice. These times are particularly appropriate for spiritual exercises, penitential liturgies, pilgrimages as signs of penance, voluntary self-denial such as fasting and almsgiving, and fraternal sharing charitable and missionary works. The process of conversion and repentance was described by Jesus in the parable of the prodigal son, the center of which is the merciful father. The fascination of illusory freedom, the abandonment of the father's house, the extreme misery in which the son finds himself after squandering his fortune, his deep humiliation at finding himself obliged to feed swine, and still worse at wanting to feed on the husks the pigs ate. His reflection on all he has lost, his repentance and decision to declare himself guilty before his father, the journey back, the father's generous welcome, the father's joy, all these are characteristic of the process of conversion. The beautiful robe, the ring, and the festive banquet are symbols of that new life, pure, worthy, and joyful. Of anyone who returns to God, and to the bosom of his family, which is the church. Only the heart of Christ who knows the depths of his Father's love could reveal to us the abyss of his mercy in so simple and beautiful a way. Roman numeral 6, the sacrament of penance and reconciliation. Sin is before all else an offense against God, a rupture of communion with him. At the same time, it damages communion with the church, for this reason, conversion entails 
both God's forgiveness and reconciliation with the Church, which are expressed and accomplished liturgically by the sacrament of penance and reconciliation. Only God forgives sin. Only God forgives sins. Since he is the Son of God, Jesus says of himself, The Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins and exercises this divine power. Your sins are forgiven. Further, by virtue of his divine authority, he gives this power to men to exercise in his name. Christ has willed that in her prayer and life and action, his whole church should be the sign and instrument of the forgiveness and reconciliation that he acquired for us at the price of his blood. But he entrusted the exercise of the power of absolution to the apostolic ministry, which he charged with the ministry of reconciliation. The apostle is sent out on behalf of Christ, with God making his appeal through him and pleading, Be reconciled to God. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.